But at this point, they've only got 30 million users, so that's 10 million a year, whatever. So that begs the question, if you had to pick three services to be stuck with, what would they be? Welcome, welcome everybody to Media Monsters. Today we are cutting cords, crossing streams. We are platform jumping. All right, boys. How uh, how are we doing? Good, good man. Good. good, good, good. Glad to be back. Glad, Glad to, to hear. Back. Glad to hear. Sorry hey. for the uh, little week longer break than was expecting. We um, had to troubleshoot some issues. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, right. le- we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> But uh, today we're talking about all those different streaming platforms that you have subscriptions to, and even the ones that you don't realize that you have a subscription to that's just being charged each month to your account. We're talking about those <laughs> ones too. <laughs> but yeah, Al, you have laid out a fantastic little timeline of what looks like every streaming service ever created, uh, so I'll, I'll let you take it away. One thing when I when I pitched the original idea of this is I really wanted to... At first, we were going to do a, a head-to-head on this and go, hey, this one's better than that one. No, I said, let's go with a history lesson. Let's really look at where it starts and to where we are right now. I think the biggest thing and one of the forerunners to all of it, especially about getting uh, things you want to see, other than, you know, going down to the drugstore in uh, Westport, Connecticut to pick up a videotape <laughs> on uh, on Friday night. And hopefully you get that videotape uh, was th- was the era of of disc on demand. Uh, and for most of us, that's that's the intro into Netflix um, in 97. When ne- Netflix launches in 97, it begins in 97. It doesn't officially launch until the 14th of April in 98. One thing that was always really cool about Netflix with all their plans and I took full advantage of it was that I think you could get eight discs at one time. <laughs> yeah. And it, if you did that right, you could have you could watch a movie a day and and as long as you're returning a movie a day, you know, putting one in it you're getting one out of the thing. You had a constant flow, a constant <laughs> stream of stream of movies. I know I know I I had way more movies than I should have. I remember one, going to the mailbox going, "Holy shit, Al." Look at all these movies. It was, but you know, that, that was the cool thing about Netflix is you got to see a lot of movies that you, unfortunately with the streaming service now that you don't, you're not able to see. You're, you're actually able to see a lot of those independent films that were hard to find. Um, I actually remember a movie called Pusher One, Two and Three that all came out. It's a Russian movie. It's a Russian trilogy. Um, Oh, are those, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, those, those movies? Like with Mads, the Mads Mikkelsen? Is that it? It's like they're, they're Russian uh, drug dealers. And it's <laughs> once called Pusher the Angel of Death and stuff like that. But Netflix was the only place I could find those movies. And I think Amazon's got them now. And it, so that's that's the exciting part is that you could go find those independent movies. You could go find 
those obscure movies that hopefully no someone else didn't have it that they have one copy and <laughs> you just didn't you you got those obscure movies it was really really good and you know at okay. that point it was real easy to uh, copy them so you, sometimes you had to wait till somebody else sent it back yeah like and it was library. yeah and it especially when they tried to do games uh for my kids you know the kids or myself it, it took forever like someone could hold on to a game forever and you weren't you weren't getting it back yeah i remember the yeah. the ones that were games compared to movies the game ones always took like way was, way way longer it was an awful experience that you actually just you wanted to kill that part of it quick netflix really was the intro for some it was the intro but then it was really well, I, re I remember using the um, the Blockbuster service, the Blockbuster okay. Disc On Demand service. And I remember as like little like four or five, six year old, whatever I was like scrolling through that whole website looking for like movies that were rated G and PG that I could that I was going to yeah. be able to rent. Yeah. Um, and it, saying, Mom, please. <laughs> yeah. It's actually something that to this day that if I really was like, you know what, I really want to do it again. But, you know, it's been so hard with streaming that you're like, uh, you're like, really think about it. You're like, do I really want to turn on the Blu-ray player? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a, but it does it, still exist, doesn't it? I, I believe so. It does. Pretty, yeah. Pretty sure it does. Yeah. It it does. I mean, it does actually exist. I but, think it, you it know, costs significantly more than the streaming, though. After that, we got into cable on demand. And being able to scroll their backlog of shows, maybe maybe that wasn't it, but maybe I know that in '99 TiVo TiVo releases. Yeah, Jimmy. I was Jimmy, a big TiVo fan. Jimmy was probably one of the biggest flag wavers for for TiVo. TiVo and Pandora. Jimmy. Jimmy I think was like the first time it. I heard about TiVo was from Jimmy. Yeah, because oh, Jim. I had I had actually like uh, two different TiVos, oh my and God. I I had the. Um, second TiVo that they came out with, the, it wasn't the original one, but the second one, and you know, eventually I wore that sucker out, and uh, and I ended up getting a third one, and and I was telling my coworkers, oh, I'm getting a new TiVo, I'm getting the, and they're like, why? And I'm like, what do you mean why? TiVo's the greatest thing in the world, but yeah, I didn't use my my second TiVo anywhere near as much as I used the first one. Because technology had caught up to it by then, you know. Yeah. But I loved being able to say, you know what? Hey, just let the TV go out and record anything to do with, you know, Harrison Ford. If he shows up in anything, it'll record anything with Harrison Ford. Or, you know, if, if I wanted to have it, you know, record anything based on an actor or, uh, you know, Star Wars or some some phrase that it could go out and do a keyword search. And I thought that was fantastic. And that I didn't the, have to be there. Yeah, I mean, that's how I got to watch Insomniac on Comedy Central because that always came <laughs> on at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And Insomniac was a great show. It was, it was, it was, it was. with, with no, David Tell. David so Tell. Let, me, let me ask you guys a question. What do you think streaming was more beneficial for? This may be jumping ahead a little bit. But do you think streaming was more beneficial for television shows or do you think it was more beneficial for movies? Movies. Maybe. Yeah, movies. I... Because I think TiVo was invented for shows, right? I would say TV. I would say shows. I would definitely say shows. Um, TiVo was beneficial for shows, but, you know, definitely streaming for movies. And one of the things that, that was really beneficial with TiVo was that, so, for example, let's say you had a football game that um, went into overtime. All of a sudden, it's it's a half an hour late. If you had the a, a VCR, your VCR was just still recording and 
and then all of a sudden you miss the end of the movie because your VCR mm. just shut off. Yeah. Whereas TiVo was smart enough to know, okay, it got time shifted, so I'm going to start when it starts. Yeah. And of course, yeah. everybody's favorite feature, boop boop, <laughs> going through oh. all the commercials. I never watched a commercial when I had a TiVo. Yeah, I remember recording like old episodes of The Simpsons, and then like football ran long, so I got like three yeah. quarters of a football game and a quarter of a Simpsons episode. Yeah. All right, so we got TiVo. What else we got? That's really from like '99 to 2004. We really don't see we don't see the dawn of any streaming services yet. We just don't. It doesn't happen. And from what I can tell, don't ask me why. But two, I have a theory on that. Why is that? I really feel felt that the cable companies really dragged it backwards as far as technology. They did not want this to be a thing. The interface for movies on demand with the cable companies Putrid. was absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. It was like 1970s computer technology that they were charging a premium for. But for how long did we sit there and say this is going to be this is going to be the future. This is this is going to be the future. We're only going to have to pay for what we watch. And cable tried to do that for so long, but you always got some bullshit package. That yeah. It's like, do I, I don't want to watch. I don't want music on demand at the end of it. Music Express, whatever the hell it's <laughs> called. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know how many, you know, I'm not a soccer fan. I don't need 12. I don't need 12 uh, stations of, of international soccer. And not to go back to TiVo, but that was one of the things I loved about TiVo is that I could go in and say, you know what, make these channels just disappear. I didn't have to see those channels. Yeah, it's just for so long we we believed that this was the future. This is the future. This is the future. And it, it, you know, cable was so atrociously expensive at that time. Still, yeah. you know, it was like I'm not to get the lowest tier. I don't want to like, yeah, you can flip by MTV, but you. You knew MTV was in there, and you just didn't want to be bothered, you know, having to deal with MTV. You didn't want to have to bother skipping over E and and everything between, you know, basically channel thirty four up to sixty on Comcast, where you you know you go from E up all the way to Cartoon Network, and you only you know, watched maybe a handful of channels. And it yeah. was everyone was like, "This is the future, man. This is the future," and it wasn't. It took so long, but I mean, you're talking about a five year gap in 99 to 2004 when for some reason grouper comes out grouper is actually owned by chicken soup for the soul the guys that write the books chicken soup for the soul and then it, it later on gets rebranded you know in 2007 as crackle and and then i don't don't ask me how crackle even exists anymore <laughs> because i, I went don't know, on there i don't know anybody who uses crackle <laughs> I don't it's either. it's so funny. I was I think um I think Pennyworth started on Crackle. I think Pe they huh. had the rights to Pen they had the rights to Pennyworth, and like they have a lot of rights to like a lot of English shows like War of the Worlds, uh, Taboo, huh. and they show a lot of of those shows. But they also show like a lot of eighties shows, and it's like yeah. like Sheena Queen of the Queen of the Jungle and shit like that. And I, it, what's really funny is I believe Crackle has has the tick. The Patrick Warburton live action tick. They have like a lot of weird crap. In 2011, uh, Sony starts integrating it into their into all the Bravia TVs, and I, like, it's on. I think if, if you know, like, I've I literally have a a blue a Sony Blu-ray player 
that it, it was integrated into the Blu-ray player. It's basically this the Blu-ray players by Sony turned into PlayStation like Blu-ray yeah. players that they removed the PlayStation ability and just kept the rest and it was basically a PlayStation without a PlayStation in it. <laughs> and so they they go ahead and they integrate Crackle into everything and you just go what what is this? Why is this on my device? <laughs> yeah. But if you but the thing is like even with Roku's like if you're doing like the search feature cuz I'll tell you things like Tubi and, and and Crackle in a pinch sometimes they come through cuz you're like you're like I'm looking for this really obscure movie and for some reason Tubi or Crackle has it. And it's the, yeah. that is the that I love is the Tubi. Good, it's so it's yeah. so dirty. It's so dirty. It's it's dirty as hell, but it's it's so good. It's like uh you know it's like your favorite greasy diner in town. You it's know like it's your, it's your shitty cousin. That's who it is. <laughs> your shitty dirty cousin. Oh man. It, it, and it's just do it, they do they have originals? I I have no yeah. anymore. Tubi. No we'll get to no. It. We'll get. No, oh. I don't think they. I don't think they do, and I think um, they I they think just they, exist to be a streaming service, right? They were they were so they actually were the ones that were supposed to have Titans. They were supposed to have oh. a live action Titans before DC Universe. It was it was a really exciting thing. I think they tried, dude. They're like they're like the try hard of of streaming services. That just it's like oh god, love them. So in two thousand four, that happens. Now we got a five year gap. And then 2006 rolls along. But what's really funny about Crackle is, dude, as of last, as of 2022, they have 40 million users. Like, I don't know if that's 40 million, you know, apps, apps downloaded, but is it active? I don't know, but they're registering 40 million. That's crazy. I don't know anybody who uses Crackle. Yeah, I I think I've downloaded it, but I think I looked at it and went, okay, next. You yeah, know. you just don't. In, in okay. fact, I kind of thought I forgot what it was. I thought it was kind of anime or something like that. No, I forget about it all the time. And it, and it's like I think about it, and I think it's going to be like, I don't know why. I just I'm always, I always think of cracked TV, cracked magazine. That like, that's yeah, exactly. I think I think we can call Crackle the cracked magazine of uh of streaming. Perhaps. It's, not mad. it's not Mad they Magazine. Ain't, they ain't Mad Magazine. They ain't National Lampoon. But. <laughs> They're, they're crackle if not that you know they might be the highlights magazine <laughs> but i i don't I, think I have, that they i have nothing more to say about crackle <laughs> i i don't either god god they're love not you that interesting to keep talking about them yeah <laughs> all right let's it's, they're good in a pinch they're good in a pinch so 2006 amazon comes swinging they call themselves amazon unbox they I didn't even re- realize they were called Unbox at one point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. They get relabeled. They get relabeled as Amazon Video in 2008. They get rebranded again in 2016 as Prime. Prime Video, yeah. I was really blown away, but not surprised that as of September 2022, they have, dude, they've got 200 million users. This is this is where it gets crazy. Okay, like, what did you pay for? What did you pay for TiVo, Jim? What'd you pay for like service on a TiVo? You paid you you bought a lifetime, didn't you? I bought I bought a lifetime on the first one. Uh, actually, I bought a lifetime on both of, them, uh, which was kind of dumb for the second one because I really didn't use the second one anywhere near as much. I think I paid maybe three hundred dollars for the first one with eighty gigabytes of storage, which was actually plenty of storage because it wasn't very good resolution. Till I moved in, <laughs> and you were like, "Stop! Stop downloading shit." 
<laughs> you're like, stop. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I, I used to just put in all sorts of crazy shit, and it would come and up. And um, the the second one, yeah, the second one, I, I got a lifetime subscription on too, but yeah, it wasn't worth it because I only used it for maybe eighteen months before I just gave up on terrestrial TV. When you look at Amazon's price for just Prime Video, it's not atrocious, dude. It's not. It's eight ninety nine no. a month. It's not atrocious. When, and, and it gets <clears> you the shipping. No, you got to go to fourteen ninety nine or whatever the hell that oh. is. And, but it's really funny because I sat there and I was like, what the hell do I even watch on Amazon? And I was like, I can't tell you like five shows I watch, like three shows I watch on Amazon. And I sat down and I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is The Boys. I'll tell you, dude, I actually... Boys, Invincible, Reacher. I, that's the thing. Reacher's rad. Reacher's really, really good. That's the thing. I sat down and I actually watch more shows. What's the I'm top fancy on... one? That's, uh, oh my God. Dude, Jack Ryan, John Jack Krasinski Ryan. Yeah. show. Yeah, Jack Ryan, Rainbow Rainbow Six Ryan. Uh, but <laughs> Rainbow, not, Rainbow it, Six Jim from The Office. Yeah, but what's really funny is that there's actually more things. I, I was really surprised when I thought about it. There is more things on Amazon Prime that I'm interested in. Yeah, their selection isn't as wide as Netflix, but my satisfaction with the stuff I do watch on Prime religiously is way higher. I mean, they've got some. They've got some decent stuff. They've got some. They do. They got, they've got some shit that they missed on. I'm sorry, The Lord of the Rings. You took so long to miss on some shit. Fuck that, dude. That show, like, I really, really tried to, but it, it just came out. Lord of the Rings was such a huge disappointment for, like, how yeah. long we waited and how long, you know, how much they were promising. You, like, you announced it took, it took five, like, as hell. I got you five episodes in and, like, I didn't know what the plot was. You announced it in 2000, 2016, 17, something like that, and it took you what? It took you six years to produce the shit? I mean, come on, man. What the hell, dude? They, you, you missed the mark on it. And it and it really was, dude, I try. I, I really, really try, but I, I just can't do it. But there's stuff that came out that I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I like it. Dude, Miss Maisel is is amazing. That's a that's a great show. The Marvelous Miss Maisel, amazing, dude. It's a really well-written funny show and for the people that wrote gilmore girls i hate gilmore girls dude i can't gilmore girls is torture not the target audience <laughs> but it's it's i'm not the dude i'm not the target audience for miss mazel either but it's just i really it's actually a show i look forward to and i was like oh they're in their last season this season it's it's good to like stop the gravy train but you know in the end i'll probably be like well it's maybe it's good that they ended you know but i i I it's a show I thoroughly enjoy because it, it is a very witty show and it's just it's really well written. The filming's great, the execution's great, the the costumes are great. It's a great production. And I was like I said, I was like Reacher. I didn't want to watch Reacher. I didn't want to watch Reacher to save my life. And then finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a try. And I actually I don't know if they're doing another season of Reacher, but I Reacher I really enjoy. It was actually really funny. That's um, that's the one with Colossus. the really I don't know the really name. Jack dude. Yeah, it's like Colossus, dude. Yeah, but is it the same? Is and it they, the... they they picked up the Expanse, didn't they? they yeah. yeah, they did. But no, the Expanse was very good. It was very good. Um, I don't know if did the Expanse end? No, I don't think it's ended yet, has it? I don't know. I just sort of know that it's it. So I think it was on Sci-Fi for like three seasons, yeah. and yeah. then after a while, it became season yeah. four on. It was like an Amazon Prime show, which is is interesting. Yeah, but I, I think it's going to jump the shark a bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I just, haven't seen it. I've, I can't. 
can't say too yeah, much. I, I have no I have no ambition to watch that. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's like Ren it's like Rennie's and Rennie's in space. That's all I picture is it's like Renaissance Rennie workers, Renaissance Fair workers must love that show. I don't know why. I don't I don't know one guy that's like I work at Commercial's Fair and I really love the expanse. I've never had that conversation. But <laughs> I just don't have I'm not drawn Something to just it. feels correct about that assumption. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. And but what's really funny is that as I was researching, like back to Crackle, as I'm researching Crackle, I was like, oh, they got ten seasons of Red Dwarf on there. Maybe I'll watch it. But <laughs> I'm like really afraid, like the Expanse is going to come across like was it Lex, whatever that show was on Sci-Fi that like attempted to be their their sexy science show, like or Farscape. Like I just oh. don't, I, I have no ambition to watch the shit. Yeah, dude. I think I think I remember Fuck what that. show you're talking about. I'm like, no, no, it's not happening. But anyway. it, I really, but like, dude, even if you watch, dude, have you seen The Consultant? The, the Consultant, Ben Affleck movie? No, the, the, Christo, the Christoph Waltz uh, show. I haven't. It's, let me just, spoiler alert, it's Christoph Waltz being creepy and like scaring the shit out of people. <laughs> but <laughs> in a business setting. But I think that's just Christoph Waltz, like being Christoph Waltz. And, but that's, that's why you, it's a perfectly if he's supposed to be a creepy little bastard like you know in a corporate setting where you're just like this guy will is whatever you couldn't have cast a better you couldn't have put it better than Christoph Waltz cuz he's just so you just love him he's just so creepy but yeah it's just it, prime actually is is probably the most surprising when i sat down and go holy shit i actually like a lot of prime stuff but even they've got dude even they have documentaries on there that like there was the the stuff about uh chris claremont there's a documentary about chris, chris claremont's x-men there's documentaries there's like an hr um not an hr geiger uh hp lovecraft one there's there's a whole they've got a lot of nerdy 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 documentaries like there's one about the art of dungeons and dragons like this is oh, and plenty of Star Trek behind the scenes or, yeah. or documentary kind of things too. Yeah. So then you know, so Amazon's swinging, but 2007 Netflix starts streaming. Netflix starts streaming. Are they uh, streaming gold though? They 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 stream gold. They pee freely. <laughs> but so 2007 Netflix starts streaming, and what's really cool about them at that point is they're they're hitting you from two sides. They're hitting you on streaming, and they're hitting you on discs. So you are. You're like if you've got the eight disc plan and you've got streaming, you and you got no reason to leave. You're never <laughs> leaving the house, especially if you got a if you have a DVD burner. You're not leaving the house, dude. You're gonna you're gonna open up your own blockbuster. <laughs> you know, you're 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 golden, dude. You're the guy at you know, especially if you got to connect for bootlegs. You're the guy to go to for movies. 2007, which I'm I'm really amazed that it took them so long. It took them until 2010 to even go into Canada and other other parts of the world to for streaming. I was actually pretty amazed. Um well I had to prove the concept, right? I feel like this was this was probably the first real streaming yeah. entity. That's the thing is they quickly become they kind of become like the pseudonym. They become the the front runner, the yeah. the kind they of they become the, the genericized. Of, they are like the what, Kleenex. Like, you know, you talk to you talk to a person older than like 60, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I watched it on Netflix. And then you ask him what they watched. And it's like some Disney Plus original show. And you're like, OK, <laughs> Kleenex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's the thing is. So 2010, they start going to Canada, other other countries. 2011, they start acquiring 
they start acquiring original content and they start producing their their stuff. I believe that House of Cards is the first thing they they start coming out with. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Lilyhammer. Lilyhammer. Okay. Lilyhammer was the first one. So, but then in 2007, is they're acquiring all their stuff. I mean, in 2011, they start acquiring and producing. And in 2011, the disc on demand and, and the regular Netflix, they split. They completely split from each other, become their own entity completely. Um, Did they change the name of the disc on demand for a while? I, I think it's actually called discs.netflix something shit.com. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> but as long as it's a dot com. Um, but, you know, to this day, and this, I'm, I'm really, really astounded by this alone is that. And as of January 1st, dude, they only have 76.7 million customers. Like, are you joking? Like, I mean, yeah, you lost 400,000 in 2021 in September. You lose 400,000 customers. Like, well, the problem is like now they're just bleeding because what does Netflix have? Yeah, what does is, what is Netflix have anymore besides like their originals? And like the average person probably only follows like two or three and Netflix originals. There's nothing, dude. There's, there's... Yeah, Stranger Things, it's, a, you know... But a that's lot of people the... stayed on there for that, and now the takes... kids are in, in uh, old folks' homes. It <laughs> takes it takes too long between seasons. Yeah. Yeah. My, Mindhunter took forever. Mindhunter is superb. Dude, it's a superb show. They... Yeah, still, like, I loved, loved season one of Mindhunter, and like I just didn't care about season two because they took too long. It's it's ramping up in season two, like oh shit, they're gonna get into you know they're gonna get into BTK and they're gonna get into you know the BTK killer. They're gonna get into now they're getting into the Atlanta monster, the Atlanta child killer. Like it's like cool. This they're starting to ramp up, Stamper, ramp up. The guy who played Ed Kemper, amazing. They did an amazing job, dude. They did some of the best scenes, amazing, and they just shit the bed and just did never followed through. And that's been the problem. It, there's nothing on Netflix that I'm like, yeah, I really, I really want to see that. You lost your Marvel stuff. I mean, and even that, that to me was a bigger draw. And yeah, it is cool because they've actually opened up a lot more international stuff. Like all of a sudden, I started getting like a lot of Hindi stuff. I was like, okay, cool. But and that's where RRR is. They've got RRR and they've got Bobbly, um, not the pizza, but the, you know, the other movies. But well, the other interesting thing about international Netflix is a lot of people will get a VPN service just so that they can use Netflix in other countries so that they can see things that are available there, but not available here. Yeah, but are you and then you get things like here. Here's the cheat codes for for Netflix to open up everything. There's nothing, dude. There's. I, I just don't, man. It, it's one of the most irritating well, things. Like, it I reads mean, your mind. It's, it's because of, you know, the rest of this history. Everybody was like, oh, streaming's the thing. Oh, God, we got we, we got to start our own. And then everybody yeah. started pulling the rights from Netflix. And so there's nothing on Netflix now. It's just but, a desert. Yeah. You're great. What's okay? So, what's one of the biggest gripes you have with Netflix? Price. Probably, oh, Netflix yeah. went up again. Because, they, you know, I'm not a business major in whatever i get it you lost money you lost 400,000 people but your your great your great incentive to keep everyone around was to jack the prices up again fuck off dude yeah. come come on my investment for my return was not there i've actually the other gripe that i have is it it, it reads your fucking mind and it's like 
you're like, let's say I want to watch something. I don't know. Like I was looking for the thing. I finally wanted to watch the thing. And it says like search for titles related to it's like, oh, the thing. I guess I'm not going to watch the thing. And it's yeah. just it's it's annoying that it it knows what you want to watch and it hides it from you. And you know what's funny about that? Exactly. <laughs> First time I watched The Thing, The Thing, one of my favorite movies of all time. It was on Netflix when it when I watched it for the first time. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing about it is the the question is and I think it's always been the rhetorical question. I think most definitely everyone's going to say if you had the entire and we had, we all know the reason why they can't do this and if you don't know, I'll spoil it at the end. Would you pay the extra money to have the entire library opened up to you, disc on demand, all of it in your lap? Sure, I would. Sure, I would. Because I would never have to go to another streaming service, you know, per se, like, you know, hypothetically, because you've got everything. But the thing is that they don't have the rights to, to stream everything. They but don't have it. What's even more crazy is that, like, originals that they made are being taken off of Netflix now. So yeah. where are you supposed to watch those shows? Yeah, there's no I mean, alternative for that. What? Give me a reason to keep Netflix because I can't think of one. Because knife, family members knife. won't let me get rid of it. Cur- currently, knife, knife masters. Come currently, on. I don't have one. No. Great. No. Uh, Maybe when uh, Stranger Things comes back, but currently I don't have one. Yeah. The, the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I, I keep I keep trying to turn it oh, off. Okay. Other family members are like, no, no, you got to keep that. You got to keep that. But I'm like, well, what are you watching? I don't know. It's just there's there's nothing. <laughs> what What's replaced it for me is Hulu. They, which is really good. Good. Good segue, dude. Good. 2000, I worked two, hard on that one. <laughs> 2007 Hulu launches. All right. Um, so Hulu launches and they have they have two different versions. They've got the ad version and the ad free version. I was actually pretty astounded when I heard that when I saw this. Hulu has a hundred million active users. Guess how many of those are actually paying customers? Like well, for the premium. I have the number right here, but uh <laughs> just guess anyway. <laughs> uh 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 fifty two million. Almost. It's forty eight million. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you see that is it a, you go Holy shit, dude! Forty-eight million customers are, are are paying, but you have a hundred million active users, and you go, "Wow, that's a that's a that's a money loss." This is the interesting thing about them: they have steadily shown growth every year, and they have no loss. They had that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So that that what begs drives, the What drives what? me crazy about Hulu is that you know I, I bounce back and forth between my house and my father's house, and you know the problem is that I can't have hulu on the apple tv at both houses it says no no you can be in one or you can be in the other but if you go and switch it from one house to the other now you can't switch it back for six months which makes it crazier that that there's only 48 million paying users because like that means because they're they're so anal about the ip like where you are so but i can have it on the ipad but what is dude what is what does hulu have what is what does hulu really have that yeah they had nbc stuff there's no need to even have hulu anymore other than there's i can only think of hulu's primarily owned by disney now isn't it they are the reason to keep hulu is if you're a big fan of fx (laughs) okay yeah because they've got fx snowfall hello but dude here's the thing let's just start keep naming names okay (laughs) so but here's the thing they've got handmaid's tale and i don't know if anyone's ever watched handmaid's tale Dude, Handman's Tale is fucking brutal. 
That's a that's but that's another show that it takes too long to come out. But they deliver every season. They've delivered. And Handmaid's Tale, if listen, for any guys listening to this, they're like, I'm not watching that. That's a love show. No. <laughs> Go watch Handmaid's Tale. It's one of the most brutal shows you'll watch. It's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Have but they had their final season? No, their next season's coming out. I th- I'm hoping I'm sorry. I just I can't do Elizabeth, whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, it's I. I, don't I know you it. hate her so much, so <laughs> I don't get it because she's so. She looks like a witch, and every every show I've ever seen her in, everyone wants to have sex with her. I don't get it, dude. Like, it, I I just <laughs> I'm like what, and like I've never been so happy that in the part in in Us when someone murdered her, it was I was like yes, great. <laughs> I'd say like for a long time Hulu was like a TV platform. It was like it yeah, was a platform for TV shows. You wouldn't go there for movies. You'd go there for a specific TV show you were trying to find. Yeah, but and was... I have it. I have it for Hulu Live. So they, I mean, I don't have regular cable what the TV. Hell you... But I have. What do you pay for that? Holy oh hell, my god, dude. it's ridiculous now. It's like seventy five bucks. Seventy five bucks for what? Nothing's worth seeing so live that, for seventy five dollars. So well, you know, when when an accident happened at work, then I, I was able to turn on the live news and that's how I saw it. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So it is worth having some kind of live TV somewhere, you know? So, like I said, check I think a Twitter that, that... thread, but that's a 20 something year old thing. Is it? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't watch like live news. We just check Twitter threads constantly updating. <laughs> it, what's really you're funny still, is you're still on Twitter. I, I... <laughs> so let's go back to what you just said about it. It was a TV platform. And that kind of goes back to one thing that we lost during streaming was now you had to wait for a TV, an episode to come out. That wasn't that wasn't a thing. It just wasn't a thing. It became so convenient that like Netflix was dropping entire seasons. And for someone my age, they did lose some sort of appeal that yep. you got. It, it now became into consuming uh, consumption watching where you would just binge and binge and binge. And you just were like. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? That you started to go, the anticipation was gone, and the excitement was gone. There was no and more was water cooler TV. There was just, yeah. it was, so, all of it was out at once, and hopefully you so, finished the season when you got back into work on on Monday. <laughs> yeah, or, or you weren't cool anymore. But no, but then, so 2010, HBO Go starts, HBO Go kicks in. And, and they have their go at streaming, which was a really interesting thing, because I think at that time, you know, at that point, people were just, you know, I've got my cousin's login, I got my brother's login and this and that. And it was so like, I hope they don't, don't catch me or cancel my so and so <laughs> service because I have their login and they know I'm doing this. <laughs> I think at that time, the president of HBO was like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> Use someone else's login. That's what it's there for. And he just was like, yep, um, just do it. And they had, at that time, they actually were running HBO Go and Cinemax Go at the same time. And HBO Now. And HBO Now. But the problem was Well, no, HBO Now came later. But the problem was this, is that it's like everything that, with video games, I always had this this phrase called, it's a three-system, it's a, a three-system party. Meaning you couldn't go beyond, people had the inability beyond, you know, three items, whether it was like, you know, uh, Sega, 
whether it was Sega, Xbox, or Nintendo, don't even bother bringing something else in because it's just going to go to a wash. That's why I call it a three-system party. The same thing was you couldn't keep up because you had Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, and they all served a purpose. And to go outside of that, it didn't make any sense. It was it was too much for people to to now start to try to incorporate HBO Go, HBO uh, Cinemax Go. And now you've got DC Universe. Forget it. The DC Universe thing, it just uh, shit the bed. As much as that was like, that was such a hopeful that we were finally going to get some content. We were going to get content that was superhero based, that was DC based rather than the anticipation of Marvel based at that point. Because I don't even think at that point, I think maybe Daredevil might have been out, maybe the first season of Punisher or whatever. But at that point, it's like you just were inundated with um, you were inundated with like Marvel stuff and you didn't get DC stuff. And now it's like, oh, shit, no, I got to go pay for DC Universe. Yeah, no, thank you. No, and that yeah, was really... I always hated DC Universe when whenever they were like, oh, this show's going to DC Universe. Like, I know Harley Quinn started on DC Universe. Like, when it finally came to HBO Max, I was like, I love this. This is great. I, I thank God I can finally watch this because... I wasn't going to pay $15 a month. Even Titans. Titans was decent. Titans was, was pretty decent. I think yeah. the, the Swamp Thing show was, like, really good, but no one actually watched it because it was on DC Universe. And it was like no one wanted to pay that extra. They just didn't want to do it. They just It was, it was too much. So then in 2023, um, you know, I know I'm jumping ahead, but HBO starts in 2020. Uh, in 2020... HBO's re that HBO Max gets released. Okay. And they fold in. And we'll come back to HBO Max because I don't want to jump ahead. But they fold in HBO, they fold in amongst other things. You have um, HBO Go, Cinemax Go, and now you have the addition of the DC titles as well as Crunchy, Crunchyroll, uh, Cartoon well, I think, Network. I think Crunchyroll Crunchy Crunchy okay. now belongs to someone else. Does I it? Think, yeah. So then I, I got confused between Crunchyroll and Crackle. Crunchy yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. All this, yeah. Well, this this just proves our point even further. Is like, look at how many how many freaking streaming services are here that we're just like, and, what what is this? What? And how many things are you gonna have in your phone? How long? How yeah. much do you really want to watch on your phone? So then, almost none of it. <laughs> yeah, 2014, Tubi gets released. Okay, <laughs> Tubi, Tubi, the underdog. Like, I can't even say anything about the release of Tubi because, like, Tubi is so low key that, like, only only the real ones still know about Tubi. Like, you don't know okay. about Tubi if you're not paying attention even now. That's I so had funny. no idea Tubi existed until the Super Bowl this year when he when they launched that ad that made everybody yell at their TV or yell at the other members of their household because it looked like somebody had changed the channel from the Super Bowl. My my father yelled at me going, what did you do to the remote? No, it do was they... a Tubi ad. Oh, they... but here's the thing. Tubi, Tubi, if you go looking, Tubi is like old disc on demand where you'll just find oh, some like is. random crazy bullshit it on is. there and you'll be like, right. I want to watch this. This is so weird. I think Tubi's got a bunch of the, does Tubi have a bunch of the trauma stuff? I think, I think they, they do. do. Trauma. Oh, I think 
dude, I watched trauma some... and, and canon movies from like the eighties and dude, I watched like I watched all Sleep. this crap, and you're just like, I I don't know what this is, but I want to watch it. <laughs> They've got I a watched... Baywatch channel. They've got a Fear Factor channel. They've got a oh, sci-fi shit. channel that they call Dust. You know, they've got all sorts of funky stuff. It's hysterical. And I and I really got to give them more time and more credit because they've got some really neat stuff on there. They've got some they've got one of the best um they got one of the best mottos. It says find your next rabbit hole. That's the best. Oh my god, you got it. You win. You win yep. the internet with that one. It's yep. it's it's great. I mean, they have Tubi right now has they've got 64 for they got 64 million users and that dude yeah, and it's a free platform i think yeah yeah it's it's the it's the platform for the people that like to steal passwords logins <laughs> and, and you don't have to no, do it's it free. But, I, but I, like, got, how do they make money like that's my great. question they've got some i think they have they when i got into them they were they had like a lot of obscure anime um that was harder to find hmm. but they had in they're good for that, and I think that they've got like, um, they've got a lot of weird Asian shows. I think I, I love their that. horror section. Their horror section is like, it's full, it's chock full of random garbage, and I love random garbage horror Do so they have, much. I, I think I watched Sleepaway Camp on there a couple, couple maybe months ago. you might have. Yeah. That that sounds like, like something they'd have on there. And like I said, they had like a bunch of the trauma stuff. I was like, this is great. I might just have to start watching this, and then I just forgot about them. So then, same year Tubi gets released, CBS All, 2014, CBS All Access gets released. And it gets it gets rebranded in 2021 as Paramount Plus. As of the first of the year, it had, Paramount Plus has 55.9 million users. I think what Paramount Plus, as well as, as we'll talk about later with Peacock, one thing that they've really got going is the fact that their price point is lower. That it is easier with Peacock and Paramount you're like, I could get rid of Netflix and have Peacock and Paramount and be just as happy. And that's the thing is that Paramount to me, I'm not completely sold on Paramount yet. I think that it has potential, though. It has it, a lot it's of potential. The Star Trek channel. Yeah, right, <laughs> now, right now it's just sort of the Survivor and Star Trek channel. Yes, it definitely. I, I've gone back and watched uh, um, Survivor on there, too. Some of the more classic episodes. But I'm going to tell you, they do have some more adult drama uh, shows that are more like HBO used to be. Dude, they Mayor got... of Kingstown is fantastic with Jeremy Renner. And I'm just hoping that they can get another season in, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do it. So Paramount has uh, Evil. Oh, people rave about that. My wife, Megan, watches it, in case you didn't know my wife's name. But <laughs> Megan watches it, and I started watching it. But... It's a very adult show. Yeah, it, no, it, Paramount is not not you know your your regular CBS. This is definitely but, a lot more adult it, titles as well as other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely not Murder She Wrote CBS. But it, I was yeah. actually really blown away. But I think the greatest Probably thing that having... I think the biggest draw also was that I don't get the Yellowstone thing at all. Um, I've tried. I just don't. I do need to ask, is Paramount Plus the original Yellowstone channel? Because I feel I like it's, it it's flipped a few Yellowstone different... gets, goes, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Isn't but it Yellow's... three different shows now? It's like prequels. And that's the thing is that, um, like, they've got the Harrison Ford one, and then yeah. they've got the Sam Elliott one. Yeah. And dude, dude, I'm, 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 I'm trying, man. 
but I just if people are going to hate me on it and I really I won't ever not give it a chance because uh, I really want to I really want to give it a chance but I just haven't had the time to to focus on it and I think that for the price point and things that you get like uh, I know people wanted to watch this Megan wanted to watch the stand and she could finally see it and um stand was good you know like evil and I find one day I'll get down to watching Top Gun Maverick but I think the biggest draw with them just because I'm not a Yellowstone fan is definitely that price point of you know five nine six ninety nine five ninety nine whatever it is um it's very easy just to be like yeah I, I can cancel Netflix and get get two for the price of one but yeah just just remember like you might be getting what you pay for but yeah I mean it, it really depends on like what your interest is because like at least they're, they're, I'm I'm using it for Star Trek at the very least their movies their movie yeah. selection is not that great yeah, it's, just, it's, it's I, really not. Impressed. Well, yeah, I mean, Paramount Plus now is very much like Peacock is kind of at that same level where like they just have a bunch of like random movies on on their their movie selection, and I feel like it's definitely more for shows. Yeah, I I think it has a lot a lot of potential in it, but I think it has, I think it has a lot um, up against it in a way. Um, and it, it's going to have to make its mark and prove its point. But time will tell. We'll see. 2019, Apple Apple TV Plus launches. As of March 2022, they had 50 million users on streaming video on demand through promotional means, meaning this, that if you signed up with, I believe, AT&T, if you signed up, if you did this, then you got that. And Apple TV was thrown in for a year. Yeah, I think it was. That, yeah, I think one. I I got it for a long time through Apple Music. The ones that went solely into Apple TV Plus because they wanted Apple TV Plus, it was twenty five half of them. It was half of them, twenty five million. Apple TV, I think, right now, I think what's what's Apple TV even running for the price point? I turned the page, so I don't have it in front of me. Six ninety nine. So it it's not as atrocious as I think, you know. And that's the thing is that the price point isn't horrendous. Six ninety nine is not horrendous. Yeah. So you're talking, you're again. I could get, I could spend twenty one dollars and get three services at that point. But then at that point, you're getting three services on top of another three that you're possibly paying for. You get whatever. Yeah, it, it's just it starts to become very crowded. The thing is, Apple TV to me does not have shows that feel like they strictly should be on Apple TV. Yeah, it feels like Apple TV just feels like such a nothing platform. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but like, it sucks. sucks. Like, there's nothing that draws me into Apple TV plus like nothing. Like, I know I know you talk about C. I know you talk about Ted Lasso. These shows don't interest me. I'm not like compelled to watch any of these shows. The only show that I've seen that like, I have like mild interest in is that like climate change show that that is coming out called Extrapolations. It's about oh, like know. the planet 20 years from now or something. It has like all-star cast, but like that's the only thing that's like sort of kind of grabbed me. I think both of you would like um, the problem with Jon Stewart. Uh, so, I've seen an episode. It's all right. To clear it up, I didn't mean to say like Apple TV was, it sucks. I just meant it sucks that the draw is not there. Even though, like, they had they had the Beastie Boys documentary on there, which was really really good. It was like, yeah, that was it was a really good production. 
their productions are really nice. Yeah, like the Coda. Genre. Coda was the first streaming movie to to win an Oscar, uh, Best Picture, and it was on Apple TV Plus. Dude, I'm a huge movie fan. I didn't fucking watch Coda. I still haven't watched Coda. I don't I fucking Coda care either. about Coda. That's the and that's the problem is the draw isn't there. It's almost it, like an exclusive exclusivity. Uh, it's it it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. I don't know why I can't say it. But <laughs> like again, C is an. It's a really well made show. Foundation. Foundation. I was really excited about. I'm just not as drawn in as I could have been. I feel like things. Yeah, like I, I saw that Foundation. first trailer for Foundation, and I was like, "This looks cool." And I feel like, like it came out. The problem and I, was I like, had with Foundation is that I, Foundation and Dune came out at the same time. I think it probably so got overshadowed. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, no, actually, they were so similar. You, you know, I probably shouldn't have watched them both about the same time. That's the problem. It, it's like watching Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings at the same time. There's a lot of, lot of yeah. long names those venn diagrams actually overlap pretty well yeah so if you go that's the thing like i think i think things like c and foundation should have been put on like an hbo max i feel like they would have fit better other places like i said there's there's movies like the finch movie the tom hanks movie Mm -hmm. it was all right tetris i watched tetris today i'm like it was all right i know and i was going to talk about this and i'm like i'm like i'm waiting for nick to say it i didn't mind cherry and I'm waiting for oh, 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 Cherry. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm over Cherry. The the Cherry meme is dead at this point. All I all I know about that movie is that there's a shot inside Tom Holland's asshole. I don't yeah, that's exactly what I I'm like, he's gonna say it. But things Oh, like, I have he, to. It's it's that's the, the defining feature of Cherry is that it features a shot inside Tom Holland's asshole. I think that to prove my point about it, it has stuff that should have been other places. Uh, I don't think Apple should have got exclusive rights to uh, the Peanuts specials. Yeah, that was... That should be a CBS thing, man. That should have been... I'm sorry, Paramount should have them. They or, should they, go back. or they should still be on TV, honestly. Yeah, don't give us the bullshit fucking Charlie Brown specials. Give us the real deal Thanksgiving, Easter, Halloween, and Christmas ones. Don't give me that other shit. But, <laughs> but going back, like Amazon, Amazon Video has got Race for Your Life and Bon Voyage Charlie Brown. Which I was, that to me is, it just hits on that level. But I just feel like Apple TV, you know, thank God they put the app somewhere else. But it just was, it was so exclusive. And I think that there's things that should be on other platforms. And that's what I think they have up against it. I have no interest in watching Ted Lasso and I should, but I'm like, I'm like, maybe it'll be fun. I like shrinking too, but. um, To quote, to quote Aubrey Plaza, I don't watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) So. 2019 this is the really super interesting one out of all the streaming services this is the first one i heard yeah, that people just... were waiting for a specific date and that was disney plus yeah dude and like i, I had dude and this is the most astounding shit about disney plus you were pre-ordering like access yeah. to disney plus bro, years of it bro at this point amazon what i quote 200 million users for amazon and they've got how many years? 2019, Disney launches. Disney, to this day, has, as of March 2023, has 161.8 million users. That's some shit right there. That's insane. That is insane. Like That is, that is if you think about the numbers and the traction that they put on that in, in the amount of time. if you That's a lot of Baby did, Yoda. It's a lot of Baby Yoda. In the amount of time 
it's just it's an astounding it's a it's an amazing feat and i can tell you right now that i think a lot of the reason why hulu has as much as they have for paying customers is the bundle when you can get disney for what 11.99 but the bundle for 13.99 you get hulu i think so yeah and espn i think yeah tell me why the rest of these are failing (laughs) tell me why hulu has 40 what i say 40 whatever million uh 40 whatever million users 48 i can almost guarantee you a good hunk of those active users those paying users come from the bundle yeah okay but here's here's an antithesis of what you just said wasn't it bob chapek getting up and saying oh yeah and we lost 1.5 billion dollars on disney plus wasn't that the final uh nail in his coffin i think that's what he said that that finally the the board just said nope we're done you're out of here no he was yeah. no i think he was i don't know i thought he was trying to fire someone and the board basically like went against his his wishes and fired him instead i and think I, either way yeah the the growth of disney plus is kind of unprecedented compared to every other streaming service on here like it's insane that they are doing these numbers being this new of a service do you yeah, think and, and this is this is the the service that everybody wanted or at least you know myself and many other disney geeks wanted that would have finally one place to you know get all those disney movies that we may have in those plastic clamshell. Well, it was unlocking the vault. Yeah, you were unlocking the vault, but we all thought we were going to get everything. That's so that was that that was the thing is that I think a lot of people were like, why is it taking so long to get this? And that was that was the problem, I think, with a lot of the backlog of of Marvel. Oh, yeah, because they had sold the streaming rights to everybody else. You're still waiting for Condor Man. I know. I I know. I'm (laughs) waiting for Condor Man. Condor Man. I think the problem that Disney has is can you sustain this? That's to to go that that hard that fast. That's an unsustainable in my book, that's an unsustainable feat. Actually, they they can't. And I'll tell you why. Part of the reason why they can't is because the the production houses can't keep up the pace that they've had to be that they've been forced to do for the last couple of years. A lot of things have slowed down. Not necessarily because of money, but because you're burning out the production houses. Well, not only that, you're you're burning out the productions themselves. Like I yeah. I I think that a lot of the shows that the you know, Marvel Marvel in particular, the the originals that they put out were lackluster. Yeah, you know? They, who who actually they, cares about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's one I'm I'm not that impressed with it. Don't get me wrong, they've they've come out with some good stuff they did they i mean dude again but it's it's nothing it's not like it's not must watch tv i think the only must watch tv they've really put out is maybe the mandalorian yeah or or at least that has made that big of a cultural impact that's like you have to watch this in order to kind of keep up with the zeitgeist Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta say you gotta. I mean, you can say Baby Yoda. People know what Baby Yoda is, and that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, you just it's Baby Yoda. Like you said, they just. I think their thing is that Disney has a lot to. They're gonna have to sustain, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. Um, but the thing is, like Disney is a reliable thing. Yeah. Do you know well, what and, I mean? Yeah, it's, and they'll they'll get good licenses, and that's part of it. That, like they had a huge jump when they got Hamilton. 
And that's they the had thing. a I think giant that, jump in users when they got that. Disney is reliable. Um, Netflix is a reliable source. And people are going to say, well, I don't need cable. I'm going to get Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can say. Well, did they, they say, say Netflix that. anymore? Do they yeah. do they say Netflix or do they say I'm gonna get these streaming services? But not necessarily I'm Netflix. I, 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 think, I think Alex is right in the in the Kleenex sense. You yeah. Know? Well, what yeah. Do you mean? The genericide sense. Netflix at, yeah, they're using yeah. Netflix. Net, Netflix yeah. as I'll have in a, quotations. I'll, I'll have a Coke. I'm gonna go get a Coke. But that's the thing. Is just Disney is reliable, and you're gonna go. You're gonna say every time you're gonna go. Well there's always the next one, you know? And I think that for me, I have five, you know, I have five different channels I look at that I go, if I don't know what to watch, I'll just stream through them. I think the biggest thing right now, Disney's biggest competitor in some sense, just because they're a bigger behemoth um, and they have that reputation is as being, is it of this certain quality is HBO Max because HBO Max well, because they putting, started with putting, baseline HBO. I mean, but they're also putting out they're put the shit that they put out is amazing. Like you know, they're not everything they put out is amazing. But now you've got things like True Detective, uh, True Perry Mason. You have these. They've sustained the quality of their shows and made them better. And HBO Max with their you know with them being partnered in with Disney. I mean, with uh, DC, they really could become. A, a bigger juggernaut they're on a different level if only one brothers would get out of bankruptcy <laughs> yeah disney i think disney and hbo max are class those streaming services are class in themselves they're not that they're one up above netflix amazon and hulu oh yeah um, i think i think hbo max and disney plus are two essentials to have in streaming so, yeah so and we'll go back to that but let's move on to the next one this is the very last one i want to talk about as far as streaming services go 2020 Peacock launches through in April of 2020. Peacock launches exclusively through Com- Comcast. And what a horrible time to launch! But everybody, what it it, it might have worked were, out for them because everybody was home, and everyone was looking for something different. In July of 2020, they go national, and now they're available to everyone across the board. It's no longer it's no longer exclusive just to Comcast. Now you can you now you can get caught. Uh, and what's Peacock. the significant thing about Peacock? Cheap. They're cheap. Not not only cheap, free. There's a free yeah. view free version of it. There is, and I slipped in front of Megan and she goes, There's a free version. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, but it's garbage. <laughs> but they watch ads. But I'll tell you what, man, I think Peacock to me, even though they're the same price as as, as uh, Paramount Plus, I love Peacock. Dude. I, I can find a lot of good things on Peacock. I think they're a little bit slow with their shows. I was actually amazed that Poker Face, a show of that, Poker Face is great. I was actually amazed that they got something of that quality, but you can find a lot of good stuff on Peacock. And you have to, you can hunt and find a lot of decent stuff. It is yeah, a good. Some of it, it is, is locked go-to. behind the premium wall, though. Yeah. But that's, yeah, you might get one episode of everything. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, something like we that. Had the, we had the free version first. I think we got super annoyed by it. That's why we went to the premium. But at six ninety nine, it's like shit. I'll do that. And then that goes back to that original joke, like all the streaming ser- services you never knew you had that you were getting billed yeah. for. That they make they make apps to help with that and ad, stupid ads. I think Peacock shows the most potential at this point. You know, only being three years in, 
it still feels pretty new. Three years is a long time, but it still feels pretty you new. You really think that? What, what I could, do. I, I, I just, I feel like Universal isn't like, Universal almost needs to go like the Disney route, where they make TV shows as spinoffs of some of their big franchises, because I, I think there's a lot of potential for that on, from, from yeah. Universal properties that I'm, I'm not seeing. Like, there's nothing wrong with Poker Face, I just... I, I think I got it for, I think I got Peacock to watch Ghostbusters. I think I wanted really? to watch Ghostbusters. The new, I think it after, was Afterlife on there? I think so. Maybe. So, okay. So that, that, that being, I, I enjoy it. I think Jim, you've got my login as well. I don't know if you've taken time to watch it. Really? Um, so if you had, well, it, no, I haven't. I didn't <laughs> even realize that. <laughs> yeah. You hounded me for it. And then I gave it to you. Yeah. Cause I got your Disney plus <laughs> anyway. But at this point, they've only got 30 million users, so that's 10 million a year, whatever. So that begs the question, if you had to pick three services to be stuck with, what would they be? I know for me, unbeknownst to me, it would be it would be Amazon, HBO Max, and Peacock. That's what, that's what I would throw the money down for. Yeah, mine are totally different. I would go HBO Max, Disney Plus, and... I'm actually gonna go with Tubi. I think yeah, there's, there's, no a, <laughs> I know, there's I know. you know, there's enough of like random weird stuff that I'd I'd watch on Tubi that I, I'd say I want to keep Tubi. Cause, Save a buck. Cause Tubi's weird. <laughs> I I think mine are probably pretty obvious, knowing me. Um, I, one of them's gonna be Disney, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, because of Star Wars, and also being a Star Trek fan, you know what the second one's gonna be. So it's gonna be Paramount Plus, and then. Um, the third one, I would probably say HBO Max. Yeah. Okay, so if you had if you had to do one, what would it be? HBO, HBO. Max, probably. Yeah. I I go HBO. Yeah. I would. Depends how I'm living. It might be it might be Tubi. Because if if nothing's current <laughs> if nothing's currently on Disney Plus, I'm not usually watching Disney the, Plus. That's yeah, that's my thing. I'm not drawn to it unless it's something I really have to watch. Um, I won't well, kill time. I won't kill a, time. I've been doing a chronological um, Star Wars from. You know, and, and right now I'm up to chronological release wise or chronological no, timeline in the, wise. In the, the timeline wise, uh, so I'm yeah. up to Andor, towards the end of Andor. Yeah. So, who do you think out of the major three, Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu, who do you think would be the first to fold? I think Hulu would be the first. Um, Hulu's got it'd... got Disney behind it. I uh, yeah, I th- I'd say Hulu though, because I think. Hulu might fold to become part of Disney Plus. Who do you think people would abandon first? Well, actually, I think Hulu. Hulu has something Netflix going on. Netflix keeps right raising now. their prices, it might be Netflix. Yeah, that's the that's the I thing would, is I think you can just people try to justify not paying like yeah finally canceling Netflix. I would I would abandon Netflix. I would. I think I'd, I'd get rid of Netflix first. Like I said, I I I don't watch it really, but there's other family members that are like, no, you can't get rid of that. I'm like then okay. what? So what you the, can go pay for it. <laughs> what would it? What what could they even do to possibly make it better? Netflix number one, I would say, make it interface with a search on Apple TV, because Apple TV will search all of the services except for Netflix. Um, okay. And number two, yeah, their search in and of themselves sucks because you always get that. Oh, let me search for this movie and titles related to. Yeah, titles related to, but you can never find the right movie. Yeah, yeah. They, that, the problem uh, is they they need rights and like the everyone started a streaming service, so they can't get any of these rights back. Yeah, I think that that's the biggest. I think that that is 
probably always going to be the number one gripe, just open everything up. But again, it's a rights thing. Um, so <laughs> then it comes down to the, the big question and the one we didn't talk about because it's it's its own entity and its own that it's such an entity that no one even knows when it started is Plex. Like, do you see a usefulness of Plex in the in the market? What even is Plex? I don't Plex even is, think I know Plex for sure what Plex is. Plex is a hilarious thing. Do you know that if you Google when they started, it's either January first, nineteen hundred, or January uh, uh, December thirty first, eighteen ninety nine? Because I was trying to find out when they started. They're like they won't give it. They won't give a um, a straight answer. What? It, um, who owns it? What? It, like. I, uh, I've heard the name, but like I don't know I anything about them. It's so, a it's a file shape. It, I don't. You, what what the hell would you call it? It it what you can do is it's kind of like Mastodon, but for your own media. So what you can do is you can create your own server and then share that. Either have it for yourself or share it with others. So for example, I have a server right next to me that has all my media on it. And if I really wanted to pay for Plex, then I could share that to, you know, anybody that I gave my my credentials to. But I don't because I don't want to pay for Plex. And, you know, but I have several I other want. friends. I have several other friends that have a lifetime subscription to their Plex and they can, you know, and I've seen them at work uh, through a VPN just watching their, their own Plex media. Yeah, it's, it's funny because it's like, I think it got real hush hush, and then I think um, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I watched it on a on a Plex server." I was like, "I'm like, didn't you used to give <laughs> That's me shit?" That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> I'm I'm like, didn't you used to give me shit for like downloading the internet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you used to frown on me for, you know, for uh, procuring titles, and I'm like, but. I guess it's good if you're whatever, but I thought I thought it was it's good if funny. you pay fifteen dollars a month for it. Yeah, <laughs> but it 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 served a purpose, but, and I think but it here's was the thing. You know, Plex has a legitimacy too. I mean, I've got plenty of stuff. You know, I've got my own YouTube channel, but I've got my own, you know, my own videos that I've created, and a Plex server is great for me to be able to have that. And watch that outside the house if I've got it on my own Plex server. And it's it's cool because like let's say I, let's say I was like, hey, I've got this cut of this movie, like a fan a fan edit, and I was like, Jim, you got to watch it. And I was like, you're like, well, I, how the hell do I get it? I'm like, I've got it. Just go on a Plex, and you can you can see it. And it that's one of the useful parts of it. Mm -hmm. Things like they're even obscure shit you're trying to find like like they what is it. Turkish Turkish Star Wars, <laughs> and like I've got that, like I've got that, and it's just like, don't you want, to, don't you want to watch Turkish Star Wars? <laughs> and that's that is the cool part about Plex, and it it's so funny because there's so many there's so many sites devoted to like Plex uh, media art that people get they go buck wild for it. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, they go buck wild. Then it's like, okay, so <laughs> where the hell did YouTube Red go? Because I'm sure Red it's too? fuck not what. Red, no, not red tube, not, not, <laughs> not. I had to throw red. that in there. Anytime YouTube red gets mentioned, you have to mention red tube, screw tube. Um, <laughs> so they, like, dude, they had shows on on uh, YouTube red that actually showed a lot of potential. And it's funny because, like, um, well, like Cobra Kai, Wayne, Cobra Kai started as a yeah, YouTube red yeah. show. So did Wayne. 
Wayne started on, and then Amazon picked that up. But there was also like there was some weird one that Michael Sarah was in that I really wanted to see. But that's the thing is that you got. I think it became like, YouTube TV. Yeah, I but I'm not paying. I'm not paying fifty whatever the hell dollars. Well, yeah. Is. The problem I have with all these streaming services is that if they do have ads, it drives me insane that every ad break. It's the same three to five ads over and over and over again. And yeah. almost What's every Pandora, time, dude. Almost every single time, at least one of them is for some, you know, Rinvoke or some other drug. You know, it's like. And of you course, guys one ever of hear of Ublock? What's that? You guys ever hear of Ublock? No. Well, I mean, for I a can, streaming service? I can solve your problems. I but can wondering- I can solve your your endless Vogue ads. The same thing, like it's like the same thing with like Pandora or, or Amazon Music. It's like how many fucking ads am I gonna hear the same shit over and over? It's like, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, there's Keep been on. times with Hulu where I'm like, okay, I'll pay the extra seven bucks a month just to get rid of these damn yeah, and that's, ads. That's where they do it to you, but. But then it's like, how many, how many, like you said, someone was asking, how many of them are you getting, how many streaming ser- services are being offered up, like, you know, like through Walmart and, and promotion stuff, like Paramount Plus. Was yeah. it Voodoo? Voodoo was one. Was that the Walmart? Voodoo. Voodoo, was that yeah. Walmart? Voodoo was Walmart. And they've, they've folded that one since. But yeah, I mean, I have Walmart Plus so that they can, you know, so the dad can order something from Walmart if I'm at work and they can deliver it to the house for uh, for free for him. But it also gave him uh, um, Paramount Plus or gave us Paramount Plus for free. I mean, we have T-Mobile and that gives me Netflix for free if I sign up for it. But it doesn't give me the the 4K version like what we currently have. I mean, yeah. of course, you know, I buy enough Apple devices that I always have Apple TV for free. You know, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that, that's the thing is just it, it really does always I think it really is always going to come down to. Like, let's say you were going on a trip. It's like, and you're, you have an iPad or a phone or whatever. It's like, you look at your screen. It's like, Jesus Christ, how many icons am I going to have on here? It's like, just bring it down. I think it really always will come down know, to I've, literally a three, three party system. I've, so I've three put system. all the s- streaming things into one folder and I'm just like, I'll just yep. put this over here when I want to use it. Yep. Dude. And then if you like, if you take them on, take them off, take them on, take them off. And it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, how many passwords do I have? It's like, I just don't want to do <laughs> yeah. it. And then it's all fine and good. Then you're like, I didn't watch a single one of these fucking things. But there's a lot of F's in this one. A lot of F-bombs tonight. But uh, again, cares? it's it's, it's always, just gonna, always It's so stressful. It's always <laughs> going to... No, and that's, that's a good point. It becomes very stressful, but it's like... I mean, there's stuff, but the, even there's other stuff that... Like, I signed up for Gaia. I'm going to pay the $12.99 for Gaia. What is Gaia? Gaia is... is it's stuff I'm into. It's it's like a lot is that of the like, Earth Mother. It's like the meta. It's like the metaphysical stuff, like the yeah. you know the super documentary and whatever the hell you want to call it, like hippy dip, <laughs> hippy dippy love shit. Like you gotta love it. Okay. It's stuff that I, I'm into. But, but like what, what, I'll pay the twelve ninety nine a month because I I find those those documentaries interesting to me, and I'm not just going. Am like I me with Shutter? Like okay. sh- yeah. Shutter, yeah. Shutter is another like very specific niche service. So what that, we're doing like, is we're for. we're personalizing or customizing what we want. We're customizing our viewing habits. That's and that's exactly where that brings us back to that original thing. What we what we always anticipated was going 
to happen? Is it going to turn into in the future, we will be able to watch what we want when we want by the on the channels that we want to watch them on. And and the here's the other thing is that I'll bet every single one of us is probably paying more to watch television now than we did when everything was packaged together with our cable subscriptions in the past. And I'll I'll Maybe. walk away. There's there's nights I walk away. I go, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I just spending so much time here? I need to go for a walk or get educated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. It, you you it spend becomes, like three hours trying to like find something to watch. It That's the other thing. Much, it's you're it diluted. Very, you're there's too much. Like you yeah. you don't even know what to watch anymore because there's yeah. so much crap thrown in front of you. It becomes yeah. very much the like consumption of of media versus actually enjoying a show. Yeah. That's, well, what that's, that's led it. to for me is listening to other people. And, and, you know, I can say, hey, Nick, what are you watching? And listen to what you're watching or, you know, other podcasts that I'm listening to and go, you know what? Hey, you know, that Mayor Kingstown does sound interesting. Let me give that a try. And all of a sudden I'm hooked on it. Or maybe you- I'll, I'll look at Acapulco and go, yeah, whatever. And, you know, walk away from uh, from it after one episode or something like that. What do you I mean, that's the thing is like, are you are you listening to podcasts that support um, shows you're watching? Because I know HBO always launches something, a podcast <laughs> when they talk about it. Like when Lynn, uh Raised by Wolves was out there, the Raised by Wolves podcast, Last of Us comes out. And it, it sucks because we didn't talk about we didn't talk about HBO Max because which is a shame because we didn't get to, I didn't get to sit here and gush over last of us um, <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's, that's the thing. It's like, do you watch, do you listen to podcasts that support what you're watching? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I do. yeah, I have one main, main wow. podcast that I really listen to. What? Uh, it's called the weekly planet podcast. It's the one that Mr. Okay. Sunday movies does. And that, yeah. uh, that one usually does. I'm usually watching the same stuff that they're watching, so that's usually a pretty good discussion. Yeah, and I usually will. I'll walk away. I won't blend the two. You know, like, I don't want to watch a podcast on... I I don't want to listen to a podcast on something I'm watching, because I feel like it'll spoil it. But, like, when I I listen to a podcast, it's usually for some sort of, you know, and this is a super douchey answer, but it's usually (laughs) some sort of self-improvement, you know? Um, Like, I'll listen to the Bajor's Coolian show, and that's... You know, even podcasts become a lot very, very overwhelming. You open yeah. up your podcast, you become open up your podcast list, mm-hmm. um, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude? I don't listen to like an eighth of this." I think I don't the only have an one hour I'm... and a half, dude. Yeah, I don't have an hour and a half. To... <laughs> that we say is as we go on for an hour and a half. <laughs> that's a good, yeah. But that's the thing is like, but, like I, I yeah. listen to this one, like I listen to this one like a couple times over, but. Um, but that's for research. Anyway. So, well, a couple of good ones that I listened to. There was one, um, uh, The West Wing, that was really good, That The West Wing podcast. And that was uh, one of the um, one of the actors from the show would actually uh, do every single episode. And he'd bring in some of the other actors for the show. And The West Wing had been off the air for years. When don't, they have that, don't they do that with The Office, too? Aren't they, they doing one they with did, The Office? But they yeah, also Office do Ladies, with... uh, Talking Sopranos was another one hosted by uh, the two kids from The Sopranos. Yep. Um, I, I also, I'm, yeah, I'm still they did a lot listening of them. to... They, there was a community one, too, and there was a Scrubs one, right? 
There is. Yeah, I'm actually good segue. I'm listening to um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and that is kind of jumping the shark because you know once you get into season seven and season eight of friend uh, of of uh, Fake Doc of Scrubs, sorry, uh, Scrubs <laughs> um, you know the interest kind of wanes because the the well the he's not even in not- it anymore, right? Yeah, the the product was nowhere near as good, and by the time you get to the eighth season, even Bill Lawrence had walked away, and you're like, wait a second, now they're in a university instead of a hospital, and yeah, you know, there's a whole bunch of new cast members that don't even look right. My oh, last, no. the last thing I want to say during all this is that it's total crap that you cannot find things that HBO has made in their backlog sometimes. Like yeah. I wanted to go back and watch. Uh, Ralph Bakshi did a um, yeah a series for them called Spicy City, and I tried to yeah. go back and find it, and it it's not actually there. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I've I, I've tried hunting for that one for a while because for some reason I thought I don't know why I thought this for the longest time until you said it again, and, and I remembered that that for some reason I thought they did a Sin City one, and I, I, that was when they were they released Spawn at that point. Yeah, it was the same the same year they released Spawn, but it's just. Yeah, that it, it is a bit frustrating. Um, I think David Lynch had a series on HBO Max that, like I or on HBO, that I can't find that either. Yeah, it's it's tough. So, I mean, I think the other question is that that I want to know. I mean, outside of this, is are people even using uh, like Pandora to stream anymore? Or YouTube or Spotify? Are you? Is that even a thing anymore? I'm using Apple I, Music. I'm yeah. using Apple Music. Spot- too. Spotify is certainly a thing, especially among okay. kids my age. Yeah, we still definitely do Spotify. Okay. Yeah, because like I'm still using like I still everything is is hooked into Alexa with us, and I just say play this from this. Yeah. So and well, I use and that's, Pandora. That's the weird thing the with time. Apple Music for me is um, because I do have the server set up over here. You know, sometimes it'll look at the server and play it from my music, and sometimes it'll play it from Apple Music. And sometimes I kind of have to get it to, you know, I have to specify, you know, play this from Apple Music. Don't play it from my library. Yeah. It's all right. Well. You, you're it's yeah. We're all being asked a bunch of specifics and we're just like, God, just just play. Just, just, play, just something. play. Play something good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it all up. Yep. Just just play. <laughs> just, just play. play. Yep. All right, yeah. fellas. That sounds yeah. like the end of the episode. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's been good. It's been a long one. I'm definitely gonna have to trim this down just a little bit. Yeah, and that's a history lesson. <laughs> uh, I've been Nick. Uh, you know, nick.nimkoff.com. But like I have been kind of saying, this is kind of my my main outlet now. So if you want to listen to my crap, <laughs> here's where you do so. Uh, follow me on social medias: Twitter, Instagram at nicknimkoff. Yeah, Al. Jim? YouTube.com slash Jimmy Kenny or bluesontheriver.com. I will be living my life as Nerf Ferdlitzen for the next three minutes. Very That's good. It. Alex at Davenport. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. As always, this has been Orphans in Good night, everybody. What a bunch of geeks.
can't stand what's her name. I just can't stand Katie oh, Stackhouse or whatever. Katie Stackhouse. I. She's just so like she always sounds like she's holding a turd. <laughs> like she's just like. <laughs> I'm going to shit my pants at any moment, but I got to remain cool at all times. 